Hi everyone, Georgia Green here, founder and CEO of BEURevolution.com. I was introduced to Gary Vee and his content because a friend said, hey Georgia, come check this guy out. His messaging will really resonate with you with that, and it does. So stay tuned for his message on how to build your brand, think bigger, and develop self-awareness. And for your chance to intro an episode, make sure to tweet at Gary V with podcast feedback. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up, influencers? Here with a very special guest, Gary Vaynerchuk. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thrilled to be here. This is this has we've been interacting for a very, very, very long, long time. time. Gary Vaynerchuk, for those of you that might not know, started on Wine Library TV as a YouTuber, helped build his family's business from three to 60 million, as if that wasn't enough, started VaynerMedia, which that's where we're at right now, and is a New York Times bestselling author, just wrote his fourth book, Ask Gary V. Go check it out, and great speaker. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you. You know, do, do you ever use that title, YouTuber? I don't, only because I made a crucial mistake, everybody. Well, you know, it's tough because the people I did it with are amazing, but in uh, I started Wine Library TV in yeah. 2006, February 2006, almost 2005-ish. Um, I started a YouTube show, Wine Show, made me quite internet famous, but I moved from YouTube mm -hmm. to Vidler. Vidler. Vidler, there was a lot of startups at the time, and Vidler made a very lucrative opportunity for me where I owned a nice piece of the company, and I made a businessman decision. I had a lot of other things going on for me on Twitter and other places, so I felt like I could give up the branding of what YouTube was gonna bring, but no question, one of the bigger mistakes, I mean, when I think back to starting the Ask Gary B Show only you know, 18 months ago and only having 40,000 subscribers yeah. in a world where on Vidler, I had 400,000 yeah. viewers Crazy. on Wine Library TV. I left a lot, a lot on the table. You know, if I don't make that move, no question, in my Wikipedia, in my career, I could have probably been considered one of the first ever YouTubers. Mm -hmm. I was, but I left too soon. I left YouTube by 2007. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I do think of myself that way. Yeah. YouTube and Twitter changed my life. Yeah. I'm so pumped that so many people followed my book and became huge YouTubers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's mainly about YouTube and Twitter. Yeah. Um, but I don't take credit for it because my actions moved away from it. Well, you know, you should take credit for the hustle because you came back and your your name is huge and maybe even more so in a specific, I want to say niche, but really in an industry, right? Yes. Uh, digital marketing, yes. online media, social media. That's Can right. you talk about that? Because, you know, one thing that yeah. people um, get hung up on are subscribers and views, right? Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. Your subscribers are really amazing. Uh, you got great fans. Oh, but, but where you're going, and I'll get right to the punchline. Yep. I don't, first of all, I'm not even sure how many uh, subscribers on YouTube I have, but my intuition is it's under 200,000. And I know that to be fact. So I built my brand as a thought leader, as an executor, as an investor in this digital arena. And my, you know, even though I have 1.2 million followers on Twitter and I have some nice size following on other places, none of my following count is even remotely close to the financial impact I have, right? Mm -hmm. So I get paid millions of dollars in advances to write books. This company is a hundred million dollar a year business. Yep. Um, it's helped grow my family wine business, there's a bunch of wine here, uh, you know, <laughs> by, by leaps and bounds. And so you're right, 
and, and I know that a lot of you make ad revenue and lots, seven figures on ad revenue from YouTube, other things of that nature, but I've gone down the path of having influence on the cover of business magazines, television, it's three. It's truly 360. Yep, yep. I'm, I've made my money not by the arbitrage of the ad revenue or some of the product placements, I've gone about it by going out and building businesses on the platform, so most of my behavior, you know, for example, I know I'm bouncing here a little bit, that's how it's I roll, guys. Good. Do it. If I was worried about subscribers, I would spend a year going and doing collaborations. Yep. Like, yep. I have permission because of my relationships, and I have a lot of them. I can easily get to, I spend time with YouTube, I spend time with Google and Facebook, and I'm not worried about that. Though I don't say that you don't have to, it's the path I chose. Yep. Um, but I do think that when you think bigger and not just the next subscriber or the or the next product placement or how much yeah. ad revenue, you do open up your opportunity to much bigger things. If you've got the capabilities like I had as a business person, for some people, what your capability is, is being a creative. Mm-hmm. And I do think the ecosystem of YouTube and other platforms is great for those people because they're doing the business sense thing that other thing, that let's say I do as a businessman. Absolutely, and I think the one thing that my wife, Judy, and myself learned the most from you is about engagement, the community. So can you talk about that? Because regardless of all that, it's, how close your fans feel to you and tell us about that and why. Depth versus width. You know, I sold 100,000 copies of my book the first week. There's a lot of people that came out with bigger audiences, bigger stars, and they didn't because people actually care about me. As you know, and I talked a lot about in Crush It, and I followed up a book two years later called The Thank You Economy. I don't think there's anything else besides the people on the other side of these cameras. You know, if they care about you, then you win. And And I look at things like The Grateful Dead, or The Rolling Stones, or Fish. Like, they don't have the biggest fans, but they have fans that travel and care the most. Diehards. WWF wrestling. Totally. Like, Like, if you look at economics and business, my friends, you know, you could have one subscriber. That subscriber could be Oprah Winfrey. And that impact of that yeah. subscriber can make you so much more, bring you so much more, whatever you're going for. And so I think community engagement and actually acknowledging people leaving comments and replying. I mean, I was up at Snapchat to one o'clock in the morning last night just replying, using the new features, yeah. replying. Yeah. I think it's imperative. I, I would never take that for granted. I think if you're a digital, influencer or or somebody that's building a little bit of mojo, the number one thing 